Hello, you all. This is Stephanie Richardson and Heather Smith with you today on the Good Girl's Guide to Being Wrong and Happy. <laughs> I say what? <laughs> wrong and happy? <laughs> yeah. How does that work? <laughs> exactly. How does that work? Actually, it's funny because I was reading earlier today one of the things that our show title is actually based on, and it was talking about one of the tools that you can use with people is, um, you're right, I'm wrong. You're right, I'm wrong. You're right, I'm wrong. You're right, I'm wrong. <laughs> so uh, so useful during these holiday times with family <laughs> and family <laughs> and crazy family. <laughs> And who? Family? More family? Yeah. <laughs> who? I'm now. <laughs> well, the fun thing oh, about it, the fun thing about it is that whenever you actually say you're right, um, it it does actually diffuse where the person is coming from because really all they're trying, all they yeah. really mm-hmm. want is to be acknowledged for being right. So when you say it, when you finally go, you know what? You're right. I'm I'm wrong. It, they get a sense of relief that they've never had before in their life. And all of a sudden they're like, yes. well, no, you're not really wrong. You're not really wrong because now you agree with them. See, that's the thing. When you say you're right, I'm wrong. They're like, oh, we finally agree on something. I like you better already. <laughs> yeah. you can't, now that we're alike, you certainly can't be that wrong. And so now all of a sudden it, everything switches. It's pretty funny. Yeah, they it's hilarious. Yeah, they come off there just adamantly having to prove that they are right and you have to listen to them and it's true and it's correct and it's the way it is <laughs> and all that like adamance that they have about it just, yeah, poof, it goes away because you give them what they'd like and it's nothing to do with what's true. <laughs> well, it's so funny because I gave this in a, I, I gave a talk a couple of weekends ago. Um, or it could have even been last, it was last weekend. I gave a talk, yeah. um, and and this was the very last thing that I gave them as a tool for the holidays <laughs> as we were leaving. The whole, the rest of the talk was all about gratitude and thankfulness, <laughs> and this one I was like, but I'm going to leave you with one tool to use for the holiday, and that is, you're right, I'm wrong. And it's funny because that's the only thing anyone remembers from that talk, <laughs> and some people <laughs> And some people left the room and they were like, well, that was a great talk, except for I, there's no way I'm going to tell so-and-so that they're, they're right and I'm wrong. <laughs> so it was funny. People yeah. either, either took it and used it or just laughed with it. And then other people, you could see how strongly we want to hold on to us being right. No wonder the people that we're dealing with in our family and others, they're doing the same thing. They don't want to be wrong either. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. Well, and it's just, it's such a funny tool because it works so well. And and so many people resist using it or resist even trying it because, like you just said, they are so adamant that they're not wrong. And and it's using the tool, it's not even about being right or wrong. It's like being sincere and saying it because that's truly what the person would like to hear. But knowing yeah. that it doesn't actually mean anything, <laughs> it's like it's I've not actually. I used this in some. Yeah. Oh, go ahead. Yeah. Not actually what? Oh, it's not actually meaningful. It's maybe true, maybe not true. But the 
the point is it's true for that person. So if you acknowledge it, even if it's not true for you, it, it does exactly what we described, and it gives uh, you freedom to have a different interaction with the person because they come off their stamp of being so set that they're right and you're wrong. It works amazing. I've used it in some really heated situations, and things changed immediately. But you do yep. have to do it sincerely, like like you said. Like, yeah. If you do yeah. it sincerely, knowing that for them, and the sincere part is knowing that for them what you're saying is totally true, that they are right and you are wrong, and being okay with that, right? Like it's basically like, yeah. wow, I really get yeah. this. I'm right. You're, I mean, you're wrong. I mean, you're right. I'm wrong. <laughs> that was the, the other way was the way you want to say it. So you have to be careful because you may slip up and say, you're wrong. I'm right. But when you sincerely go, Hey, I really get it. You're right. I'm wrong. No, I really, yeah. I get it. You're right. I'm wrong. You know what? I, I've been listening to what you said and you're right. I'm wrong. You may have to say it three times. One time I had to say it four times, but that was because somebody really yep. knew the tool and they were like, don't use that tool on me. So it took me another, you know, it took me a few extra times saying it for it to actually work. But, but you yeah. unsuspecting people, it usually works within three sayings of it. And you're going to think it's weird, right? Cause you're like, certainly I can't get away with saying the same thing three times in a row and you can, it is weird. Oh my God. <laughs> you totally can. It's amazing. <laughs> so don't use it because it works. <laughs> exactly. Well, so wait, what is don't this show actually about today? This wasn't even what oh, we were going to talk yeah. about. <laughs> no, it wasn't, but it's beautiful. I love it because it's such a useful tool. Um, <laughs> well, we kind of, I don't know that we had anything real specific to talk about, but we do have a description. <laughs> so, do we want to do we want to go there <laughs> or, well the or description what? basically says what the <laughs> <laughs> and I think that that's a pretty yep. good you know what what if what if oh I I'm not actually sitting in front of the description anymore um I I uh, sat down on the couch to appease it. two chihuahuas <laughs> Uh, <laughs> so that so they, they would be quiet too. during during <laughs> recording. That's called pragmat making a pragmatic choice. <laughs> yeah. uh, I can uh, get the description here. Um, oh, it's about to play. Hold on, I'm about to get it playing live. <laughs> I need to pause it. Oh, that's funny. So we would hear ourselves what we've already said? Yeah, exactly. That'd be funny to listen oh, to ourselves yeah, on the radio someday. Doing. <laughs> Hold on. Well, so, so actually, this is a great feed-in because what today's topic is all about is what if all the stuff that seems like it might be wrongness is actually not wrongness at all? And what what yeah. are the tools that you can use to actually – like, A, get around that feeling of being just wrong, and B, to um, to live a life that you actually enjoy and how to find that. Uh, now that we have, like, what, yeah. 20 minutes left, that is a lot to fit yeah. into 20 minutes. So we'll see where we go. <laughs> yeah. So if you're not wrong, what's going on? And one of the questions that um, – 
we've been playing with with this topic of when it's just like, oh, my God, I feel so messed up and things are so weird and things are not turning out how I had expected or thought they would. What have I been asking for? And, oh, my goodness, that question is, <laughs> it's a powerful one. It may seem just like, ah, oh, what's going on? <laughs> you know, like no big deal or just like a dropout question or something. But if you start asking a question like, what is really going on here? From true curiosity, it is one powerful tool. So, well, I love that Stephanie, question. I'm going to put you on the spot. <laughs> yeah, well, I, I, oh, wait, what were you going to ask? What's the put me on the spot? <laughs> No, it's just putting you on the spot with talking about that question, what have you been asking for? Um, Yeah. Yeah. I love that. I mean, I love that question. Um, One of my, one of my friends had, um, they had their house flood. And one of the things Mm. they looked at was exactly this very thing. Like, what were we, what were we asking for? Which immediately it is okay. I just heard two different ways that this could go. One, okay. So, what if you're not wrong? I mean, that's really the first premise. And if, if we don't get that premise down, then the rest of these tools don't work the same way. Okay. So, right, the, the whole premise is: what if you're not wrong? What if everything? What if everything that's showing up in your life now? And I'm not going to say when you're a little kid. I'm just going to start with now. You as an adult, like. What if everything that's showing up for you right now is actually responding to some kind of ask? Okay, so an ask is basically most of our asks are silent. They happen in a split. Mo- they happen in a split moment when we're not paying attention. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> and right. and that could be why it could be so identify so hard to de- identify what the ask was. Um, so. I have a few of them as examples. So one of them was this, this, where my friends were like, oh, my gosh, our house flooded. That's really interesting. And they weren't, they didn't go into the wrongness of it. They went, you know, like, what were we asking for that this was a yes to? <laughs> and yeah. one of them goes, well, oh, well, I uh-huh. did, uh, there were, they, they, had, they ended up with a list of things that they had asked for <laughs> that the storm actually provided. <laughs> And one of them was like, well, wow. I've been asking to clean. I've been asking to clean out my closet, and I hadn't done it. I'd also been asking <laughs> to get new clothes, and I hadn't, you know, like I had the anyway. Right. So I hadn't done that. Is I I had I are that when ever since we bought this house, I my hot water hasn't really worked in my bathroom. I could just kind of get it warm, and I really wanted a hot shower in my room without having to, you know, without having to wait like 15 minutes for the water to get hot. I hated the tile uh-huh. floor, but I refused to change it. <laughs> and then they came up and then wow. they had like each one of them had several other things that they were like, wow, yep, we did ask for all of that. And guess what happened? When, when the house got flooded, insurance paid for almost all of that. They had, a, you know, they had a, um, a deductible that wow. was fairly reasonable. So instead of it, yeah. all those changes that they had wanted to make, instead of that costing them, you know, $100,000 to do, I think it ended up costing them maybe like somewhere between three and five to make all the changes. Wow. That would have taken about $100,000 to change. So, um, wow. Well, and I mean, it, well, yeah. So anyway, so that, well, and they were so, like, 
well, that's pretty cool. I mean, it's not that convenient. <laughs> but, <laughs> right. but it works. It's delivered. It works. <laughs> yeah, exactly. We did ask. The universe did deliver. Yeah. <laughs> so there's so that. I, really, I love my new I, yeah. <laughs> yeah, I just want to really point this out. So, like, I mean, how crazy is that? So they had all these things they're asking, and then not really thinking about it, kind of like in the back of their mind every time they walk on that tile floor, just going, God, this is ugly. I want to get rid of it. You know, it's like those offhand thoughts. Yeah. (laughs) And here comes a a flood. (laughs) And it could be so easy to go, oh, my God, why me? I can't believe my house is ruined. I got flooded. You know, all these, the trauma and drama of it all, right? (laughs) And what's wrong with this? Why did this happen to me? So it's, oh my God, it's such a different way to function. Instead of automatically going to the trauma and drama of it and the wrongness of how could this happen or how terrible it is, to ask a question like, what have I been asking for? <laughs> and it's like, you know, it's crazy. <laughs> really? I mean, to a lot of people, it is crazy. And so, and then other people would actually use that as sort of a cover up, you know, where it's like, well, I guess I should find something to be grateful for. And that's still, yeah. um, But if you're covering up being upset, that's also, that's also not what we're looking at. We're actually looking at really looking at the world in a different way and recognizing that, you know, recognizing the tool of ask and receive. And then acknowledging when it shows up. <laughs> so yep, in all the actually... weird ways that it does. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. And then it happens in cognitive ways, too. So I know I've talked on the, oh, you, both you and I have car stories of asking cognitively for something and oh having it gosh. show up. Yeah, yeah, yeah. but tell yours. <laughs> Uh, well, so I walked out of my house one day, and I looked. At, you know, it was at my when I was at my last house. I walked out the door, the back door where my car was, and I looked at it, and I had uh, I had just been grateful for that car up until that very moment, and I wasn't not grateful anymore. But I looked at it and I said, "Oh my gosh, are you contributing to my business, or is there another car that would actually contribute to my business more?" And it was like mm-hmm. another car would contribute more to your business, and I went, "Huh." Well, I wonder what car I could get that would contribute to my business. Done. That's all I said. The next day, uh-huh. I got a fo- I got a phone call. <laughs> uh-huh. <laughs> it was like, hey, we have a car for you. You know, like, do you want a new car? <laughs> and I'm just like, what? yeah. <laughs> my my parents had asked you my parents. Well, my parents. My parents had gotten my sister, um, for some reason, she needed a different car. And when they did that, they like to make sure things are fair. And so Ah. they called me and basically were like, hey, you know, we did something for your sister. Uh, We need to make it fair. Do you want a new car? (laughs) Nice. Sure. (laughs) Yeah. I was like, that's weird because I just asked for, you know, asked for that yesterday. Um, and so that's a more, that's one that I actually knew I asked, but every time I love when Heather, when you said every time you walk, like if you hate your floor and every time you walk across it, you go, Oh God, this is so ugly. That's actually an ask too. Yeah. Yeah. And it's those, those things that we desire and we keep putting them out there in one way or another, um, 
Yeah, so there's so many ways that we ask that it can be, um, it takes some practice to start catching that or to be aware of it. Or a lot of times, you know, what we ask for will show up, but it'll be coming in some weird way that we don't expect, you know, like a flood <laughs> or like your parents suddenly calling and asking if you'd like a new car uh, or well, whatever those are way. The good ones. You know, those ways. are the good ones. Right. Yeah. They're, what about the other ones where you go, God, how's it getting worse than this? <laughs> right. Oh my God! I think I heard a story once of a woman who who did that. <laughs> she was traveling, <laughs> and she she started. You know, something happened that she didn't like, and she got all pissed off. And she's like, "Ah, oh, this, this is terrible. Could it get any worse?" <laughs> five minutes, it got worse, and she just kept going because she was getting more and more pissed off and irritated and upset, and it just was like snowball. <laughs> you know, of showing her how it gets worse. <laughs> totally funny. Funny later. <laughs> right. But yeah, it's, it's a good story to tell. Ask, yeah, exactly. But asking you shall receive. Like, what if that is really real <laughs> and we're actually functioning from it all the time if we acknowledge it or not? And, like, how much easier could it become and how much more fun could it be um, if we started acknowledging what we have actually been asking for and the weird ways it shows up. <laughs> so, what if it could be well, something yeah. to play so, with? Uh, yeah, so this week I was doing special sessions all week, and the special sessions were all about getting clear on your ask and getting clear on what yeah. you're actually asking for. And so, you know, people make all these different lists of, you know, the mate they'd like to find or the kind of business they'd like to have or the money they'd like to show up and all of that kind of stuff. So oftentimes this could be mm-hmm. your goal list, right? This could be a list of targets yes. or goals that you have. And um, and so one of the things, the reason I was doing, I've been doing these special sessions is because one of the things that I've seen over and over and over again is we do get what we ask for, but sometimes the way we ask for them, the universe is a little bit literal. And, um, and so you can get yeah. some really, really strange things when the energy you're using in your ask does not match what you're asking for. And so I was going with, I was going over people's lists with them about what they were asking for and helping them clear the ones that, that were actually working against them and then um, helping them create asks that had, that actually they could, that they might actually enjoy the outcome. (laughs) (laughs) They'd really like to have so, well, yeah. So there's two. Because some, yeah, yeah. Go ahead. Well, I was going to say there's two aspects to this. It's like if what is showing up in your life right now is not very fun for you, like it can be really easy to want to be a victim or like it's not your fault or it's not in your control or things like that. What if you're actually way more powerful than you've been acknowledging? And what if in some way that you maybe aren't getting yet? you actually are contributing to what's showing up. And what if that is actually super exciting news? <laughs> because that means you also have the ability to change it. It's like, it, it, it can be like frustrating, like, oh my God, my life sucks. Or there's, you know, you can have a whole litany of things that you don't like or are wrong. But if you stay in being a victim to it or that it's nothing to do with you, it's just happening to you, then you don't have the power to change it. 
But again, what if that isn't true? Like what if you are an active participant in your own life? (laughs) And what if you actually do have the power to change it? Um, If you would be willing to acknowledge that you do have choice and that you have been asking for things and they actually are showing up. Um, And it's not about it being wrong or right. Well, yeah, I just wanted to give an example of one of the ways that that can show up where that people could think that they just have terrible luck or something. Um, One of them is in relationships. And in relationships, if you've had basically the same relationship over and over and over again, even though you thought (laughs) you chose different people, I mean, they have different bodies, but you end up with the (laughs) same thing over and over again. Like how I always choose cheaters, Um, that kind of thing. That those can yeah. be, I, you know, I see some people go, uh, oh, there's either something wrong with me, there's something wrong with all men, and this is just who they are, or um, <laughs> what if neither one of those is true, and what if I'm getting a yes to something I asked for at some time, even though I didn't know what it was, and and that is one of those times yeah. where you said, you know, it, you know, you may want to go to the, this is so bad instead of getting excited. But what if you could actually get excited? Like, oh, my gosh, wait. The fact that I have been able to choose the same person over and over again, that is impressive. If I was just doing this by luck, there is no way I could choose this person over and over again. I would, by just by default, have chosen at least one person that wasn't like that. But the fact that everybody I've ever chosen does the exact same thing when they're in relationship with me. Wow. What is this a yes to that, you know, if I changed my ask, would allow for someone totally different to show up? Yeah. And a question like, what have I been asking for? And like, really being honest with yourself, like really, like, it's not, it may not be logical. And it may not be what you thought it was, like what you're asking for, you might have an idea of like, oh, if I ask for this, this is what will show up. But if that's not what's showing up, then it might be that you're, there's some point of view or there's something else in there where either the words aren't matching the energy um, or what you think you're asking for, like what you think it means or, or how you think that will show up or what you think that will look like, that's not actually true. It may not be accurate that what you're asking for will turn out the way you think it will. Um, because well, what one you're of getting those can be, I, yeah, is, one of those can yeah. be I don't want. And when you say I don't want, yes. you'll get exactly what you say you don't want. And that's one of the ways that we ask for things that, that sort of backfires. <laughs> right. Because the universe doesn't hear don't. It just hears the thing, <laughs> the item. It's kind of like, you know, with dogs. So if you tell them, you know, you know, don't eat my shoe <laughs> or something, all they, they hear is shoe. <laughs> yeah. 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 There's no Sweet. don't. It's like. Yeah, yeah. Whatever the 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 word, the, whatever the topic is, is like the energy and all the person hears or all the dog hears. So that's what they go for. So, yeah, a lot of times the no part or don't want, and it's you know there's a lot to it. There's learning about words and what your exact words actually mean, not how you're using them necessarily. Like the word want is a great example of that. 
you know, we've been taught that the word want means to desire. You know, I want to have more money. However, the true definition of the word want, if you look it up before 1946 dictionary, when meanings were changed, it, it actually means to lack. So when you say I don't want more money, you say I don't lack of more money. And with that one, that more money can show up. If you say I want more money, you're saying I lack of more money. So money does not show up. <laughs> It's weird. I know. It's a brain twister. Yeah. But so if you say, I don't want, <laughs> or uh, what would, how would I work with a relationship cheater. example? I don't want a cheater. I yeah. don't want a cheater. What am I going to get, Heather? I don't, a cheater. I don't <laughs> lack of having a cheater. <laughs> Dang it. Yeah. <laughs> so it's really, it can be more powerful or work better if you actually ask for what you'd really like for instead of what you don't want. Um, then it's more clear uh, for the universe of what it is you're asking for. It's direct. So it's like, wow, I would like a person who's totally devoted just to me. Or I would like a person who is, uh, it's really important to them to be monogamous. <laughs> or, you know, whatever <laughs> I love it is the one, your I was criteria. playing with this one with, that we ended up changing it to is um, I, I'd really like to have someone honor that honors me. Nice. In my wow. Life. Very yeah. nice. Yeah. And I was like, wow, that really changes it. You know, we tried a whole bunch of other words, and none of them did yeah. the, the thing. When you ask for something that will be generative in your life, one of the sensations you can have is, um, like, both wanting to take a breath and feeling like your world expanded just a little bit. That's a good sign that what you're asking for will will allow you to have more in your life. If it feels, even if yeah. it feels sort of, um, if it feels like anxiety in any way or it feels like something gets tighter, usually uh, that's a sign that what you're asking for will make your life smaller in some way. Right. And one of the differences that um, can kind of give you a little clarity is a lot of times we ask for things we think we should be asking for or we think we should desire, but it's not actually true for us. So, again, it's about Oops. being real honest. <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> it's about being really honest uh, of, you know, what what you'd really like to have in your life. Even if it's, like, weird or different or not what, you know, you think you're supposed to. <laughs> um, well, we've got so four minutes. Really... We could do a little exercise with people to give them to give them a taste of what it is to sort of look at one of their asks and see if what they're asking for matches what they're getting or – See if what they're awesome. asking for match. See if what they're asking for matches what they think they want. <laughs> I like it. You that got it. If you got laugh. something, go for it. <laughs> yeah. Well, so money is an money is an easy one. So this one for me has been really fun to play with people with, because oftentimes people will have a certain amount of money that they think they'd like to have, but when we actually explore what what it is that they can ask for um, or what it is that they're how much money their body would like to have. I, we find out that there's different amounts that are actually going on, which is really kind of funny. So, mm. um, so first of all, we're going to use a tool called light and heavy. So when something's light for you, then you may want to take a deep breath or you may feel like things just literally lighten up. So whenever you go, well, that got lighter, 
Um, <laughs> that's what we're yeah. looking for. If uh, it gets heavy, then that is then um, that is basically not true for you right now. So your brain may want to fight you on this. We're not using your brain. Your brain has all sorts of ideas. Your brain is not actually where your asks are coming from. Your brain is where all your justifications live. <laughs> yeah. Your brain is not your friend when it comes to this exercise. So um, I may ask, how much money would you like to have? And you're like, millions of dollars, you know. But we may find in this exercise that that's not currently what's true for you. Now, this can change, and that's one of the cool things that we do with the, access, the tools of access consciousness is we actually change the energies that keep these things stuck. But first, you kind of need to know where you are right now. So, um, so truth, if I ask you, um, how much money do you require to live in a way, um, how much money do you require to live? Truth, do you require more than $100,000 or less than $100,000? How many of you got more than $100,000? Cool. So it's so funny doing this whenever people aren't actually answering back, you know. Yes. <laughs> Truth, <laughs> yes. do you require more than $200,000 or less than $200,000? Cool. So for how many of you was it actually light that you require more than $200,000? So for those of you, it wasn't light more than $200,000, and it was light for more than $100,000, then you're somewhere in between $100,000 and $200,000. But I got the energy that a lot of people got more than $200,000. So now I'm going to ask, so truth, do you require more than $200,000 or more than $300,000 or less? Cool. So a lot of people just then got less than $300,000, but more than $200,000. So then you can play with, okay, more than two fifty, less than two fifty, more than two fifty. So more than two seventy five, less than 275 about 275 So a lot of people got about $275,000. Now I'm going to ask a funny question, and this one is, most people don't consider this, how much money would your body like for you to have per year? Is it more than $300,000 or less? How many of you was it more than $300,000? <laughs> okay. And I'm getting, we're over time, so I'm just going to jump to 500. So how many, how many of your bodies, so truth, does your body um, desire more than $500,000 or less? So how many of you got more than $500,000 that your body would actually like for you to have per year? <laughs> So here's one of Making these interesting things. I know, I know, me too. So, um, so our bodies even have usually have a different perspective on how much they require because they're actually the ones that need the money, like for the house, for the car, for the soft things to touch, for the massages, um, for all of those things, even for the things that create more health. Like how many, how yeah. how different would your health be if you had the amount of money that your body's asking for? Would you make different choices? And so this is one of those ways where we can start to look at, well, what have you been asking for? The bare minimum? Um, and what's lighter may actually be more. So you may be fighting yourself a lot in your own life because what your ask, what your body's ask is and what your ask may be very different. And then what you've been asking for and what you actually require may be different. And so this is where we start to look at where are the asks that we're 
what are the asks that you're making? And then where does that actually match what you truly like to have? And where have you just been sort of eking by or getting by? And would you, is that something that you'd be interested in changing or not? And that's all up to, you know, all of that's up to you. So, um, so anyway, so that's a fun exercise. You can play with that with any of your other apps too, you know, it's it's not just with money. It just happens to be an easy one. (laughs) Well, and with that, um, once you start getting clear, more clarity about your targets and what would actually be fun for you and you would like, instead of, you know, going down the rabbit hole of trying to figure out how to accomplish it, don't do that. <laughs> don't bother. <laughs> Just ask, what's it going to take for this to show up? Like, keep it simple and keep it with an ask. What would it take for, you know, whatever number you came up with with the money, what would it take for this amount of money to start showing up in my life? And to start asking that question because always whatever you ask for, you will receive somehow, some way, eventually. And you don't have to figure it out. That's one of the beautiful things about asking questions that are truly a question is that the universe goes to work on your behalf and it starts rearranging itself to deliver what it is you've asked for. And the more you're congruent with the words you're using and the energy that you're being, you know, when it has those energies that light up your world and make you relax and and you feel good, those, those are the energies that are easier for the universe to deliver. So um, it starts to create things showing up a little bit more quickly and easily in your life. So have ah. fun. Play with it, people. <laughs> yeah, that was funny <laughs> Thank you all so much. And we'll see you next week on the Good Girl's Guide to Being Wrong and Happy uh, at noon Pacific, 3 p.m. Eastern. All right. Thanks, everybody.